welcome back to the Tokes Talks podcast. Happy Wednesday, happy hump day. I hope you guys are having an amazing week so far. This past Monday, February 8th, marked two years of my entrepreneurial journey. It seems like more, but at the same time, it seems like less because it's just been new. So it's so exciting. And Of course, there were ups and downs, and maybe I'll talk about that more another time, but it is what it is, and I'm really happy. I didn't do much to um, celebrate. I, I think I ate chocolate or something, but I eat chocolate every day, so that's not really a celebration. But yeah, it's, it's been a whirlwind of a journey, and I'm really proud of myself and what I have in the pipeline for this year, because knock on wood, if everything goes as I've planned and intentioned, it's going to be a great one. So this week, I wanted to talk to you guys about mango trees. Yes, I'm back on these vague, (laughs) random titles, but yes, mango trees. And in order to figure out if you're a mango tree, I have a few questions for you. The first one is, do you ever feel like you're constantly putting in work, going above and beyond, and nobody is acknowledging you? You're killing it day in, day out, consistently, over and over and over. You have set the bar, and people don't seem to notice or don't even seem to care. Another question is, do you feel like you show up through and through, and people are taking you for granted? You're that solid foundation, that rock, that we can depend on her type of woman. And people are just there. They they use you for what you have and they maybe don't show appreciation or any gratitude for the fact that you're constantly showing up day in and day out. Another question is, are you at a place in life where people expect such a consistently high level from you that excellent is your norm? Have you been doing it so often that you have created, the top has become your bottom and people just look at it and say, yeah, duh, duh, he did spectacular work. That's what he does. Duh, she was there for me. That's what she does. Duh, it was magnificent. It's them. That's what they do, right? If you answered yes to all or any of these questions, then you might, my friend, might be a mango tree. (laughs) So what is a mango tree? Well, oddly enough, I was talking to a friend of mine, I'd say about a month ago, and I was, an opportunity came up and he was the catalyst of that opportunity and prior to me getting a call and finding out about this amazing opportunity I was really feeling down on myself I was I was in one of those lows where it's like I've been putting in work like I've been doing this I've been not only just doing it but doing it consistently not only doing it consistently but doing it well I've been 
I've been that girl. I've been putting in this work. Why is nobody seeing it? Why am I not getting the accolades? Why am I not getting the attention? Why am I not getting the growth that I'm expecting? Because I am operating at this high level and it's the least that I deserve. Like <laughs> I was in one of those woe is me moments, just feeling like, bruh, when is this going to end? So when my friend happens to call me, he saves me from my self pity parade and he gives me this amazing news. I I'm very honest with him and I'm like, honestly, prior to this call and this opportunity, I was just down on myself. Like it sucked and it felt horrible. And that's when he gave me this mango tree analogy. So I don't know where it originates from culturally or maybe some person thought of it. But it's probably somewhere tropical because it's a mango tree, right? So pretty much how the analogy goes is that a mango tree produces fruit and every single day people come up to that mango tree and they grab their mangoes and they're on their way. Day in, day out, day in, day out, they grab their mangoes, expecting it to be there, taking what they need and walking away. And it's it's what it is. No one thanks the mango tree. No one says thanks for, for producing fruit. But in the moment that they come to that tree and it has nothing to offer them, they will complain. That's when you'll hear the voices. You don't hear the compliments, but you hear the complaints. And when he told me this, he went on to say that when you're doing what you're meant to do, it, it's sometimes very thankless. But when, of course, when you're not, when you're no longer doing it and there's an expectation, that's when people will start to have their comments and be like, oh, what's going on? Right. And initially I was annoyed by this. I'm like, who, who the hell wants to be a mango tree? Like, why do I want to live a life where I, where people take from me and I get nothing in return? And even if I, if I'm used to that and I'm comfortable with that, but then in the event that I take a, I have an off day the water isn't good. So we don't produce good fruit. People have the audacity to complain when they've never complimented. It really blew my mind and it kind of pissed me off if I'm being, being honest. But then I started to think more about it as I usually do. And reluctantly, I had to admit <laughs> that it kind of made a lot of sense. It made <laughs> more sense than I would ever want to admit that it did. And the reason why it made sense is because when you constantly produce quality in whatever field of excellence you're in, and when I say field of excellence, it could be constantly cooking amazing dinners for your family. It could be killing it at work with the presentations. It could be running a business. It could be creating masterpiece after masterpiece in music, in arts, in whatever it is you do. A few things tend to happen. I came up with three that I noticed happened that made me have to reluctantly accept, but what can we do? I'm always here to be honest with you guys. And I'm sure that many of you guys are feeling like that mango tree or have felt like that mango tree in one way, shape or form in your life. So the first thing that happens is that people expect it from you. When you constantly produce greatness, when you're giving fresh, juicy, sweet, succulent mangoes, it becomes ex the expectation because it's what you've proven you're able to do. And number two is that when people expect it from you, 
they expect it so much that it becomes your normal. So you essentially have raised the bar and the rise of your bar becomes your normal. <laughs> Let me say that one more time. You have raised the bar so high that that height now becomes your bottom and it becomes normal. If you're constantly producing sweetness, people aren't going to say, wow, this is the sweetest thing I've ever tasted. Maybe the first time. Wow, this is the most beautiful artwork I've ever done. But then they're like, you're capable of creating this and you continue to do it over and over again. So it becomes your new normal. And that can kind of suck, you know, when you think about it. But it's also great because what this shows is that this is a you versus you battle. It's not a you versus other people, right? So you essentially raise the bar and your greatness becomes your bottom. And the third thing that I realized that happens is that normal things aren't considered spectacular. So they don't necessarily inspire vocalized awe. (laughs) And this is where it hurts, right? When you think about it, if you constantly go to the store and you know you can get a product and it's always available, always on time, always at the same price, always a bargain, the first time you're like, wow, this is a great deal. But then every other time you go, it's like, this is what I expect. So I'm not in awe of it, which doesn't mean you don't necessarily appreciate it, but it just becomes normal. And when things are normal, we're not, we're not gawking over the normalcy of people. We're not gawking over the normalcy of any situation you could possibly think of, right? Like, let's say I'm someone who loves to cook for people. And maybe the first time I cook for a friend, I'll cook them like a spectacular meal. I'll go all in three courses, dessert, something that seems difficult or restaurant quality. And I'll plate it for them in my flannel PJs (laughs) and a head bonnet in my house. And I'll give you restaurant quality food. The first time it's like, wow, this is so delicious. But my family who lives with me and I cook for all the time and they eat it, they do not feel that same level of awe. Like my cousins on Christmas, Thanksgiving, they expect me to go all out because I do it every year. I will cook multiple things. I'll make apple pie and cheesecake because some of my cousins like apple pie, but don't like cheesecake. And some like cheesecake, but don't like apple pie. So I have to make sure I do something for everyone. I'll do a main, I'll make a bread from scratch. I'll do all of this stuff. And every year, they message me and say, Tokes, what what are you planning to make? They don't say, oh, thank you for doing it. They don't, they're not in awe of it because that's what she does. If someone were to ask, oh, is she a good cook? They'd be like, yeah, she's an amazing cook. But are they telling me that while I'm throwing down? No, because it's, throwing down has become regular. So they're never going to be in awe of it unless I drop a new recipe that I've never done before, something that is above my new normal, then they'll be like, oh, that was really good. Yeah, do that next year. And when I do it again next year, we're right back at ground zero because that just, that new bar just became ground zero. And another way you can think about it is think about your favorite artist, like someone who you think is the goat, someone who plays spectacularly, like think of like a LeBron James, for example, right? And every every game you expect a certain amount of domination from him. And if he hits a new record, right? Like if he does like a triple double or something, you'll be like, wow, this is amazing. But if it's just a regular scoring 36 points a game, it's just like LeBron's being LeBron, right? But 
that game where <laughs> LeBron scores 12 and misses six free throws and is just out of it, wait for the commentary on ESPN the next day because it's coming. Speculations of what could be happening, the reason why, oh my goodness, oh my goodness, tragedy, right? And that's the thing. When we expect something from someone, it doesn't necessarily move us because it's become their normal. But when they do perform subpar, we tend to complain. And I'm saying this to say this is a reality, but also I'm sure every single one of you have been the mango tree, but you've also been that person who has gone and picked mangoes from a tree over and over and over again and only made a comment when it didn't produce fruit. And you could have done this to like a family member, a coworker, a friend. There's probably someone in your life who you, they've set the bar so high for themselves that you don't even think it net. It's just your normal. You don't even see it as spectacular, but in the absence of it, you're like, wait, 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 why aren't you picking up my call? Why aren't you there for me? Why aren't you doing all of this? So we're, we've been on both sides and this, that's just to say, if you can think of anybody in your life who you're not really appreciating or putting in the work for, or letting know how much magnitude they have in your life, try to give them some compliments too, because the ratio is important. I'm someone who is big on positivity ratios. If your complaints exceed the amount of compliments that you give me or your, your little jabs or insults exceed the amount of like nice things you say about me, I, even if it's a joke, I don't take it lightly. Even if it's the truth, I can barely absorb it. <laughs> Especially, of course, what this is when it's coming from someone close to me because the positivity ratio of a, of a stranger is like zero because you're probably going to make one comment and you're going to disappear into the internet and I'm never going to see you again, right? But for the people in my life, if there's someone who tends to complain about what I do more so than compliment, and I, I don't need to be babied or pampered, but if you can always point out the wrong so swiftly and so vividly, can we just do a little bit of the good as well? Just so that I'll, I'm better able to absorb it without putting up my defenses because it's just a lot of complaining <laughs> all the time. So when you consistently do good work, these are the things that happen, right? Um, another one that I could think of was like locking the door. And this is one that I'm sure many of you or almost all of you at one point in life can relate to. You live with a family, you live with family, you live with friends, you live with loved ones, you live with significant others, you live with roommates. And every time you are in the house and that person leaves, they lock the door. You, you don't thank them for locking the door because it's just what you do when you leave the house, you lock the door, right? But when they don't lock that door... <laughs> It becomes a thing, right? Like, how could you not lock the door? And this is what happens in life, right? When things just become normal, we we tend to glaze over it. It's human nature, it's evolution, whatever you want to call it. We tend to pay more attention to things that are a threat to us. Be it a physical threat, be it a threat to normalcy as we've perceived it, be it a threat to our comfort zone that we enjoy to stay in, whatever seems like a threat is more likely to pull our attention and things that are normal and things that we don't need to pay attention to, even if they're good things, because we've gotten to that place of a blessing where they're 
comfort and safety and all of these things are normal, we tend to just ignore them. And I think the locking of the door one is ideal. Like no one has ever thanked me in my life for locking a door. But if I accidentally don't lock the door one day, which I have before, like I won't even get into it. It was horrible. My sister's graduation, we get back from her graduation and the door is like cracked open, like the front door to our house because I didn't lock it. (laughs) And my mom went crazy, of course. And yeah, like no one has ever thanked me, but that day and maybe for a year subsequently to that day, it was always, have you locked the door? Because the trust was gone, right? I had shifted normalcy on its head and now people were scared and nervous of my lack of attention to detail. But anyways, when you start to feel like a mango tree, because talking about it is one thing and getting a a fresh perspective on it is another, but that doesn't mean it's going to change the fact that there's going to be these moments. We're human, right? We're going to falter. We're going to feel like I would love to be praised right now. And that's, that's not wrong. We're doing this work. It feels good to be told you're doing a good job, whether you're stoic, whether you're an island, it, it just feels lovely to get compliments. So whenever you start to feel like a mango tree, remember three things. The first one is who am I doing this for? This is the question you need to ask yourself. And you know, lately I've been talking about creating your own metric for success, right? A mango tree is not necessarily creating mangoes for the consumers. It's creating it because that's what it's meant to do. A mango seed dropped into fertile ground will produce a mango tree, which will in turn produce mangoes because that is the purpose of that seed. That is its purpose on earth, right? So who are you doing it for? Are you doing these things just for the accolades? And you know how I feel about that. If you're doing things just to get the accolades, be prepared to be heartbroken because as I've told you, most of us end up becoming mango trees. So that can't be the reason, right? So are you doing it because This is truly what you believe in and what you feel right about. And that's how I always gauge things. Like, of course, I love reciprocity and I have expectation of reciprocity in different forms in all relationships that I'm in, right? But I also set up the metric of if I got nothing back in return for doing this, would I be okay with it? And if the answer is no, I I ask myself, are you doing too much? Are you, are you, are you trying to be a pick me? Um, (laughs) are you trying to get validation from somebody that it shouldn't come from? And because of that, you're feeling desperate to really push into them to make them see you. And if the answer is yes, then it's, it's time for us to tone it down a couple notches and do what we truly feel we are capable of and what we feel we're at peace with doing irrespective of the results or the reciprocity. Of course, as I said, reciprocity is lovely. It's nice. We want it. I don't blame you. I don't judge you because I want it too, right? Um, The second thing to remember is, am I happy or proud of myself? And this kind of goes into what I'm saying with regards to the, uh, the metric, right? Are you happy with what you're doing? Is this what you feel you need to do? Is this what, where you're meant to be? Or is it aligned with your destiny? Is this who you want to be? Is this how you want to present yourself? And if it is, then that gives you a little bit more calm, right? Like a mango tree is not going to be sad that it's not producing apples. 
because it's not an apple tree, right? And if it were to get sad that it's not producing apples, it has to really dig deep and ask itself, why, why do I think that's my capability? And if I think that's my capability, is it because there's an apple tree down the street that everybody's talking about? So I'm here with my mango seed and my mango fertilization thinking I should produce apples. I, it's not, it's not realistic and it's not possible. So you need to figure out what makes you happy and what makes you proud. Because if you're proud of the work you produce, it becomes an honor to, to have excellence be your bottom. Like it's, it's an honor for me to have people say, I can depend on her, rain or shine, because that's who I want to be. It makes me proud to feel like I'm that person who could be that for these people. I'm that rock. I'm that solid foundation that they can stand on because part of my identity is being that rock, is being that foundation, is being that support system, right? So of course the thanks are amazing and lovely and wanted and needed at times. But at the same time, I can activate that within myself with the happiness and pride and joy of the fact that I'm doing what I'm meant to do. I'm producing fruit based on my seed. And that feels good within itself. And the last and final thing to remember is I can only control my production. (laughs) It would be lovely to be able to battery operate remote control people to get them to do exactly what we wanted and what we needed from them at the time that we wanted and needed it from them but this is reality this isn't la la land people aren't robots and life is what it is right but the one thing we can do is have control over our production and focus on the control which is within us right a mango tree has control over its production of mangoes. It doesn't have control over if somebody takes a mango off of the tree and throws it at someone. It doesn't have control over someone taking a mango and just spitting it out or enjoying it. These are results outside of our ability and outside of our scope of control. So when you start to feel like that mango tree that is not being appreciated, focus on the things that are in your hands and have that confidence that happiness that pride in it and remember what you're doing it for just like I said so yeah thank you guys for listening and with that I'm gonna get right into the words to live by for this week which are it's my responsibility to see things through when we feel like that mango tree (laughs) your responsibility is to see things through to the end of your capability and then not only just see it through but be at peace with relinquishing everything that's outside of your control i feel like a lot of us do see things through and do operate at the highest level of our ability but where it gets complicated is that we don't let go of it there we start to hold on to it while other people operate in it we hold on to it and try to impose our views or the way we want things to be on factors outside of that control right so you need to hold on to what you can and relinquish the rest in faith and in peace because it's stressful to hold on to things you can't control people will you'll be like you should really go left and they will go right and your whole body will be tension and you'll be so frustrated 
to what end? You cannot solve it. You can't do anything about it because it's above your pay grade, friend. So yes, thank you guys so, so, so much for listening. Have an amazing week and I'll talk to you next Wednesday. Bye.